God, I'm gonna cut this out because I've said it before, but like I'm so attracted to him. I am too. Yes. And and I'm like I don't even I mean I kinda know what it is, but Yeah. He's like he's a handsome actor, but also like the way he carries himself. It's just yeah. like mm, mm-hmm, yep. I, I It'd be agree. really hard for me to decide between like, okay, you're gonna spend a day with Pankaj Tripathi or Hrithik Rashad or because I'd be like, don't meet your heroes. At least right. Pankaj, you know, he'd set you at ease right away. Yeah, I jokes. think so. Yeah, and Hrithik, I think, could be a little bit intimidating. talk bollywood i'm kim and i'm katie and we're here to talk about singing and dancing and bollywood boys yep and another ghostly spectral being for spooky season yes uh yeah. this one named Stree, as is our movie <laughs> <laughs> that is true <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know i think She's both creepier than like Mangelika mm-hmm. and also sillier than Mangelika. Like Yeah, yeah, she is a little silly. The the whole movie's a little silly. Um but also, <laughs> but also like it can it, it does also kind of creep me out when you see yeah. her just like hanging out in the background. Yeah. She moves in the ghostly ways that are it's always scary to see but ghosts. Then move. then they like pull the rope that makes her like fly. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, this is funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But overall, I really enjoyed myself with this one. I did too. I yeah. I enjoyed it more than I remembered enjoying it the first time. Me too. Um, yeah. Like, I think I was just prepared for its silliness and I was there for the ride. I also completely forgot where and how Shraddha Kapoor's character fit into it. Same, yeah. Which was kind of fun then to be like, well, yeah, she's Stree. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and then when she's not, it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and still, we have so many questions. Yeah, so many questions that I can't wait to someday have answered. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hopefully by next spooky season. Exactly, yes. But uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, um, and we have lots of excellent people starring in this one. Yeah. Um, of course, Rajkumar Rao as Vicky, just being his classic awkward self. <laughs> I love. He is so good at walking the line of like I'm just this cute bumbling boy next door, but I'm mm-hmm. also competent and confident when i need to be like he can turn it on yeah uh and off (laughs) like moment to moment which is impressive it's it's like the change that we saw in koi mil gaya (laughs) yes it is it is like that yes (laughs) we were just like oh oh i was like oh okay no i i guess not oh Yeah, that oh that's what a great comparison. I love that. Yeah. And then like you said, Shradha Kapoor, uh, mm-hmm. as our nameless mystery girl is how I refer to her, or MG in my notes. <laughs> good. I was wondering what you were gonna call her. <laughs> yep. She also has a really good air of mystery. Like she does. Yeah. She did a good job putting that on. Absolutely. And then Pankaj Tripathi, who <laughs> I love him. <laughs> always love him even and i like the 
find him funny even when he's doing he does very different things to be funny and they just always work for me (laughs) yeah i think he just has that charisma yeah he's able to do it he's got riz as the kids say yeah i love him so much Mm-hmm. But we also have Aparshakti Karana as Bitu, um, mm-hmm. and Abhishek Banerjee as Jana, who we will be seeing again soon. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and the movie was directed by Amar Kaushik, and I didn't realize this, so I was excited to find out that it was written by the dynamic duo Raj Nidimoru and Krishna DK, otherwise known as Raj and DK, who wrote Guns and Gulabs, which I know oh, you still haven't seen. I, no, you would have heard from me if I had. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's excellent. This was a, a, a well-written piece as well. There were a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of things that I really liked about it. And then like knowing, seeing at the end that they wrote it, and I think we're also producers on it, I was starting to like draw comparisons between this and Guns and Gulabs. Um, That's very yeah. cool. It's it's great. They're very talented. <laughs> Does Pankaj Tripathi turn up in Guns and Gulabs? Because I no. feel like he should. <laughs> he okay. could, so could have. Maybe in season two. <laughs> Did you see he came out in a new movie, OMG? It's on yeah, Netflix. it's on Netflix now. Yeah. And I was like, I will watch this. Because <laughs> it has yeah. him. And um, Akshay Kumar is also in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, which was also exciting. I... Less of a draw for me. Yeah, but, you know, still still there. Still there. St- perhaps more of a draw for most other people. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're in some ways unique in our tastes in Bollywood boys, and in other ways, mm-hmm. very cliche. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, do you have anything else you want to say before we dive into no, this movie plot? let's do it. Let's do it. So... Just like with Bulbuleya 2, we start right off with the spooky in Street. Mm-hmm. Um, we're moving through a village at night, and we don't realize it yet, but we're moving through from Street's perspective, which I really like that we get to kind of be, like, you know, we're seeing the world through her eyes quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but so she's moving through this village and seeing the words, Oh, Street, come tomorrow, written in red ink on a bunch of walls. But then as she's just about to pass like a gate into a house, she sees that those words are not written on the wall. And so she lets herself <laughs> right in. And then we see a man named Prakash leaving his house to relieve himself and he hears his name being whispered by an otherworldly feminine voice. Um, and the man turns slowly and then starts to quickly walk back into his house. But then we hear his name whispered a second and then a third time. And finally, the man turns and he starts to cock his head to the side. And uh-huh. we see the camera also cocked <laughs> to the side. And we hear this very creepy, like, creaking, stretching sound. Yeah. <laughs> like skin being stretched over a drum. Creepy. And And then the camera zooms right into the man's face and he screams. And we cut from this moment to a title card reading that this film is based on a ridiculous true phenomenon. Uh Uh-huh. 
<laughs> which feels judgmental. I it don't does. Know. <laughs> I did write that seems harsh in parentheses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the movie is a little bit ridiculous, whether or it not is. the phenomenon is it, it actually is. So then we meet Vicky, who is our hero of the film. He's out for a run, and on his run, he encounters an elderly man who is the one who's writing O Street Come Tomorrow on the walls. Mm-hmm. And the old man explains that this is the only way to ensure that your house is passed over, a la Passover, by Stree. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and Stree, he explains, haunts their village looking for men to abduct during the four days of their upcoming annual festival. Um, and Vicky knows all of this exposition because yeah. he lives in town, but was... the audience is getting this. <laughs> I was literally just thinking about that. I was like, Vicky's lived here for a while. So this is clearly just like an exposition device it, for the yes, audience. Which... very much so. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Is this also when he just stops for a smoke? Oh, yeah. He, well, he, like, stops to, like, take a drag of someone else's yeah. cigarette. Yeah. While he's, like, in the middle of his in run. place. <laughs> Love it. Not very healthy, but whatever. But Vicky, he's skeptical of the whole stream myth. He says that he's a modern man and he doesn't believe in urban legends. Um, and Vicky, we come to learn, works for his dad's tailor shop. And, you know, they're a family of tailors. Um, and he's really, really good at it. His dad describes him as having, like, godlike hands. Yeah. I, I really like that they call him, he's like, my son is the Taylor incarnation of God. <laughs> because he, yeah, he's able to take a woman's measurements just by like looking at her. Yeah, yeah, like just <laughs> looking her up and down, left and right, he's got it. And I also love that the women in town are just very accepting of this. They're like, yep, yeah. this is what Vicky does. <laughs> Well, and again, it's like so great that you see he's actually really good at this thing that he, he is, does. Yeah. But despite being so good at it, he says that he knows that he's destined for more than just being a tailor. And we see mm-hmm. him take a break from work, and while he's sitting having a having another smoke, <laughs> we hear some very scary music, and the camera kind of sneaks up on him the way we saw the camera moving at the start of the movie. But then he turns, and there's just a very beautiful woman standing there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And we, like like I said at the top, we never learned this woman's name. I am referring to her as Mystery Girl or MG. I guess mm. I could have called her Mystery Woman, but <laughs> but I didn't. MW is like a whole other syllable. It's, yeah, yeah. I, MG feels right. But so Vicky, in his adorable Rajkumar Rao way, uh, is quite awkward with this pretty lady. MG explains that she comes to the festival every year and she saw Vicky at the festival last year and she wants him to sew a dress for her but she needs it by the last day of the festival which is four days long and when Vicky tells her that he can't possibly finish a dress in such a short amount of time she flirts with him to get him to agree to it and so he's like yeah sure I can do that for you um I and love then because like all she has to do is put her hand on his yeah arm. <laughs> and just say Vicky please oh uh, he loves that and, and yeah <laughs> he loses his mind um so much so that he doesn't even notice her inviting him to meet her at the temple that night uh-huh. but then he does put it together But he does go and tell his two buddies, Bitu and Janna, about this encounter with MG. Um, And he even goes so far as to reenact it for them and Mm -hmm. offer criticism on their own reenactments of the moment. (laughs) Um, But that night is the first night of the festival. And Vicky arrives there with Bitu and Janna, but then he ditches them to go and find MG at the temple. And again, there's spooky music as MG sneaks up on him. But then... 
Vicky, again, is just, like, adorably awkward with her, and he's, like, spouting facts about peacocks. It's all very endearing. Um, <laughs> to prove that he, like, can talk? Can talk, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think she thinks he might have a stutter, because he stutters right. around her. He and MG end up sitting and chatting with each other, and he asks her for her number, but she says that she doesn't have a phone, but if he ever wants to talk to her, all he needs to do is think about her, and she'll come. Um, which is weird, but he goes with it. He's like, cool, that's great. Um, and then she gives him a note and says that he can't read it until the following morning. Um, and so then she leaves and then we get a card on screen saying first night or mm -hmm. Paley Rot. Bitu and Jana are, they're going to a party after this first night of the festival. And they're, they're walking there and they're getting a little bit freaked out by the sounds that they're hearing coming from the woods. Uh, but then a man on a motorbike appears. Uh, <laughs> His entrances are just always the best. <laughs> and I had forgotten that he was in this and then he showed up and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> my boy. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, this is Pankaj Tripathi as Rudra. Um, Rudra it transpires as a bit of an expert on Stree. And so he's telling <laughs> Bitu and Jana, like, what are the rules for avoiding getting abducted by Stree? Which again, mm -hmm. I feel like they should know because they've lived in this village their whole life, but whatever. But um, maybe they just hit puberty. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like freshly 16. It's great. Um, but so, yeah, so he tells them, never go outside after dark alone. Make sure you write Ostri come tomorrow on the walls. And then if you do go out at night, you'll hear her whisper your name, but don't turn around and take off your shoes. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, and the boys are like, okay, yeah, that all sounds great. And then like, we just ignore her, right? Like when she's whispering our name, we just like keep walking, we ignore her. But Rudra's like, no, the third time she calls your name, like, you're going to be so horned up <laughs> <I don't Yeah. laughs> know, that you're going to turn around. She's so seductive. She's like a siren. Like, you're not going to be able to resist her. And she'll abduct you and she'll leave nothing but your clothes behind. But there's one thing you can do to avoid getting taken by her. But then he gets a phone call and he leaves before he could tell them what that one thing is. <laughs> I love this runner. It's very it happens silly. a few times. Yeah. <laughs> where he just gets distracted. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's, it's very funny. But so the boys, they're now very spooked, but they do make their way to this party and they meet up with Vicky. Uh, and it's just like a big group of dudes at this party. And mm -hmm. then there's a lady dancing for them. Um, and we get our first dance number, Kamaria. Yeah. Which yeah, which was a fun time. It's it's my favorite. Yeah, I like this one a lot. It's got got a good beat to it. It was very catchy. Yeah. And um yeah, I liked how she danced. Yes, me too. And I like Vicky at the start has like one of those like party blower uh -huh. things in his mouth and he blows it and then it's almost like he's surprised. He's like, How did this get in my mouth? <laughs> um, yeah. and I enjoyed that a lot. I also um, liked that the YouTube version of the song, like, obviously it doesn't have him saying that he has to go outside to pee. It just shows him doing the susu. Like, the, the pinky thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I just love that that was just something that, once you notice it, yeah, you I notice can only, it. I can only do that with my with this which hand is this this is my left hand. I can only do that with my left hand. I can't do it with my right hand. Oh, weird. You're I have righty. a janky right pinky. I always had problems with that when I was playing the piano, too. I don't know what happened to my right pinky when I was a child, but it's not normal. It's not right. <laughs> uh. 
Anyway, Vicky, yeah, like you were saying, in the middle of this number, he goes out to 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 relieve himself. Peeing is a big part of this movie. Um, it really is. Yeah, it comes up a lot. But so he goes outside and he urinates on the wall and ends up destroying this the O Street come tomorrow like intentionally. In, right. Okay. That was my. <laughs> he was starting to pee beside it. Yeah. And then saw it and was like, "I'm gonna pee on that." Yeah. And I was just like. Boys are so stupid. They are very <laughs> stupid. Yes, he just he blatantly like washes it away, um, and so now um, like we can't see what it says anymore. Yeah, um, and, and neither history. In his defense, you know, maybe if I could aim while I was peeing, I would also always look for something to aim for. I don't know. <laughs> well, and like he doesn't believe in this, so he's and he's also probably had a few to drink at this point. Like, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know that for sure, but it sort of seemed like these guys might it be getting did, up to it some, did. some alcoholic shenanigans. Yeah. But anyway, bad, yeah. Bad choices were made. Bad choices were were indeed made. But so he goes back inside, and the lights all go out in the house all of a sudden. Um, mm-hmm. But the men, undeterred, they turn on their phone flashlights and they just keep dancing. And it actually know, seems like a kind of fun party. It does seem like a fun party. But then they hear a loud pounding on the door. And the men all freeze in terror. And they send one guy to go and answer the door. But when he opens it, it's just an ordinary human woman standing <laughs> there. Um, yeah. And one of the guys at the party claims that this is his girlfriend. And yep. she is invi- he's invited her over for some friendship and i'm doing little quotes here um i.e he has invited this woman to have sex with her in the middle of this party (laughs) Uh uh-huh yep so that's what's happening and he heads upstairs (laughs) with the woman so everyone's kind of like oh haha we were scared for a second there but then jonna looks out the window and this moment like ooh, this got me um he sees the silhouette of a woman standing like just beyond the window mm-hmm. um, and he approaches this shadow and as he's staring at it his eyes flash red yeah um, meanwhile upstairs the sex guy doesn't have a condom which <laughs> is <a> like sex <laughs> guy <laughs> Um, he does. He has not brought protection, which is a major oversight when you have invited someone over just to have sex with them. Um, yeah, I feel like maybe he intentionally. Well, who knows? Who well, knows? And we do then find out that this woman is a sex worker who he has hired, which also so to then me, maybe she like, should bring her. I own think protection. she probably should have her own protection anyway. Yeah. It's all very silly, but so, like, basically, the sh- what happens is he goes back downstairs, and then he, when he goes back upstairs, the lights have turned on in the rest of the house, but they're, like, flashing in the corridor that he's walking mm-hmm. through, and then we see a, like, cloaked, veiled figure sneak up behind him and whisper his name, and then we hear him scream and get dragged out of the window. And all the men rush outside to see that he is gone and nothing but his clothes have been left behind. And nobody's particularly happy with Vicky about this, but <laughs> yeah, damage done. <laughs> I, I do love how they're like, who peed on the wall? And Vicky's just like, yeah. Yeah, who did up. that? <laughs> speak up, whoever it was. You're awful. <laughs> Yeah, um, but it that doesn't last long. No. Um, but so then the next day, this is what, when we find out that this woman is a sex worker and she's like trying to get Vicky to pay her because her her client got abducted before he could pay her. <laughs> and yep. this isn't really plot relevant, but I bring it up because I really thought I loved the 
scene then between Vicky and his dad, where About his energy. dad, yeah, it's like you've got a lot of energy <laughs> as a young man. Um, he's like, you might want to engage in friendship, but you should wait for the right woman, and in the meantime, you should be self reliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just all um, this code, all this code, and I also I really like how Vicky like he he understands what's being said, but he's pretending like he's not. So he's uh-huh. like, yeah, Dad, what does it mean to be self reliant? Like, I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> Just like, and I like the relationship between Vicky and his dad, like just like him teasing yeah. him in that moment. It's very sweet. But anyway, so Vicky then reads the note that MG gave him the night before. And in it, she says that she was very happy to get to meet him. And the next time they meet, she wants him to bring him just a few very normal things <laughs> like the tail of a lizard and the fur of a white cat. Um, you know, nothing black magic about it. Mm-mm. And Vicky tells Bitu and Jana about this, and Bitu is like, dude, <laughs> what? <laughs> I love that Bitu is like the only one thinking rationally. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he, you know, he doesn't really have interest in ladies at this point, and so he's right. like, mm, you guys, you know, you're being a little bit silly here. And I like this. He tells Vicky to stop being all mission impossible and like trying to act like a hero. But Vicky's like, no, I'll do anything for her. And then we get like some mission impossible inspired music. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. And then a, and a montage of him like gathering all of these bizarre ingredients. I um, did appreciate him trying to catch the lizard. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so Vicky meets up with MG again at the festival that night. She sneaks up on him again, and he's listening to music. And again, not plot relevant, but I really enjoyed this moment where she's like, what are you listening to? And he's like, oh, I listen to, like, full English music. Like, I'm uh-huh. cool like that. And she's like, well, what are you listening to? And he's like, Akon? You know, Akon? <laughs> and then he's like, you know, Chamak Chalo? <laughs> yeah, because everyone knows Chamak Chalo. Everyone who's anyone rocks to Chamak Chalo. <laughs> also a red Choice. flag that she was like no <laughs> right yeah like clearly either she's not a good person or she's like some kind of demon and either yeah. way like avoid but so anyway vicky hands over the goods but then he observes about mg that she always arrives at the festival or at the temple like after the veneration has happened um and she also won't take the prashad that she's that he's offering her like the blessed food So then he asks her what she's going to do with all the stuff that he got for her. And she's like, I'll tell you, but not here. Uh, Like, let's go somewhere else. And Vicky's like, ooh, okay, we're we're going to a second location, but in a sexy way, (laughs) not in a crying way. (laughs) Oh, buddy. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, he lets her take him into the wilderness Um, And they have some kind of, like, cute moments as they're getting there. Like, it seems like she may not be entirely uninterested in him. So in the woods, MG is admiring Vicky's clothes. And then she's like, how do these come off of you? And then she (laughs) unzips his sweatshirt. and He's just, like, bare-chested underneath. (laughs) And I, like, literally gasped. I was like, whoa. (laughs) It was... It was very sexual. It was very sexual. They also cut away so quickly that I, like, I had to go back. I was like, did I imagine that? Oh, <laughs> that's why you went back. <laughs> well, and also to be like, is Rajkumar Rao, like, actually that jacked? And I know that he was in, I mean, um, he can be, But I yeah. know, but, like, yeah. This was, was, like, years before that. He was pretty muscular here. He looked great. He looked great. It um, was really the pecs that caught my attention. Yes, yeah. yeah when that yeah. happened, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, took me by surprise. It was great. But, but uh, I do like that then he, like, screams and wants to cover, like, yeah. <laughs> he wants to be covered up. It took him by surprise as well. But so the two of them, they end up sitting next to each other at a, like, they're at a bonfire. I mean, it's just the two of them. It's not like a party bonfire. But anyway, they're at a fire in the woods. <laughs> and she asks him if he's gotten started yet on her dress. Uh, and he says no, because he didn't write down her measurements. And usually he can remember them, but he goofed that this time. And so she's like, well, why don't you take my measurements now? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I don't have a measuring tape. And she's like, do you need one? Oh, man. <laughs> and then we get this very sensual thing of him, like, measuring her with his hands. Yeah. Now, Kim, you, like, so in Taylor and such. Yeah. Is, yeah. is that an accurate... Was it's, he doing it right? <laughs> it wouldn't be my first choice of uh, of how to do it. But I guess, it, but like, if you can count in your head and then you yeah. can measure, I guess it wouldn't be the worst But it thing also to felt like he wasn't being very particular about... No, he was just touching her body with his, yeah. with his fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just so we're all in the know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did, I, I did write down like, okay, so he does actually have game. Like, oh, he's yeah. just back and forth. Again, it's a very a charged, charged moment. Very charged, yes. And it ends with them both leaning in for a kiss. Mm-hmm. But then she, like, she covers her eyes, and then she just disappears off into the woods and leaves him there, like, literally, like, lips pursed, waiting for a kiss. But so then he's like, okay, well, I've been left alone. And as he's trying to find his way home out of the woods, he sees a ruin shrouded in moonlight. Um, Ooh. And that'll come up again later. Uh, I, you know, also, I hadn't thought about it before, but it's kind of rude to just, like, bring a boy out into the middle of the woods and then leave him And then there. leave him there, yeah. <laughs> at least, like, lead him back out. Yeah, like, you don't have to kiss him, but, like, no, you not probably at all. help him find his way home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bitu reveals to Jana his concerns that MG might be Stree. He has decided that he has this suspicion, and he's like, no one else has seen this woman like I think our friend Vicky is getting led into a trap and so the two of them go looking for Vicky but along the way Bitu's bike runs out of gas um, and he and Jana get into a bit of a spat uh, because Bitu only ever puts like 50 rupees worth of gas in his bike which and is an interesting choice it is yeah and I've known people like that who are like I'm just gonna put in like a dollar fifty it makes sense to me when you're like oh I don't have a lot of money right now right but ultimately, I just gotta like... you're gonna have to spend it right yeah yeah and that's exactly Jana's point but uh so they you know they have this little tiff and then they they split up and then we get the title card saying second night Dusrirat. We follow Jana as he's walking back home, and he's pretty on edge. He even, like, screams at a passing woman who surprises him. <laughs> I laughed out loud because the woman was just, like, just, like, kept walking. She didn't care Yeah, she was unfazed. <laughs> but so then he remembers Rudra's advice, and so he takes off his shoes, but it's not enough. And inevitably, when he hears Stree sneak up behind him and whisper his name three times, he can't resist turning around and looking at her. Um, and we see him tilt his head as she tilts her head, and then his eyes flash red, and he notices her, like, rotting flesh of her feet and hands. It's very creepy. Um, And then he turns to run away, but she float chases him. Yeah, (laughs) Um, it it was kind of funny. (laughs) It was a little funny, yeah. Um, And then she, Stree, drags Jana away, leaving behind nothing but his clothes. And so the next morning, Vicky and Bitu are pretty broken up about losing Jana, and Bitu reveals to Vicky his suspicions that MG is Stree. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and Vicky at first is like, no, no, she absolutely can't be. But then he starts thinking about the fact that she arrives after the veneration, that she won't take the Prashad. Um, and he's like, oh, F word. Like, he actually says that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. I was like, ooh, they swear in this. Yeah, they dropped a couple F bombs. But so Bitu's like, yeah, bro, okay, you've fallen for a witch. Now you got to ask her what she did with Jana. And then we get intermission. And after intermission, we see Rudra is, like, handing out pamphlets in town to all the men, like, about how to avoid getting taken by Stree. Did you notice that the man, like, wheeling his, like, bike thing along is literally twice his age? Like, I just (laughs) noticed that. And I was like, why isn't he pushing or pulling his own thing? (laughs) Was it the same old man from the beginning? Oh, it might it, have been. It might, which doesn't change the fact, like, he is an old man. <laughs> like, he doesn't need to be wheeling stuff around. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Rudra's trying to educate the townspeople, but again, he gets, like, cut off before he can tell them the one thing they need to know. Hilarious. Um, but Vicky, meanwhile, he decides that he's going to sew MG's dress, um, mm-hmm. and he finishes it in record time, just 31 minutes, which is very impressive, given the means he acquired her measurements. Um, yeah can i just add here too i really liked that rajkumar rao was going through the motions of sewing yeah me too i find i found that very attractive yeah absolutely (laughs) men doing things well we love it um yeah but so he goes back to the place where he and mg first encountered each other and as she appears the sky goes black and he looks at her and he sees rotting flesh on her hands and her feet and she lunges at him. Um, But as he cowers and begs for his life, the darkness clears and MG is like totally normal and she's like, what is wrong with you? Why are you screaming? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And he tries to play it cool. He gives her the dress, but then he's like, he's trying to coax information out of her. (laughs) Yeah. And so he's like, do you believe in Stree? Um, And then he's like, I bet she has a good reason for doing what she's doing. And then but he's like, oh, but she took my friend Jonna and we really miss him. Hey, have you seen Jonna, by the way? (laughs) Um, And then he straight up asks her, he's like, are you Stree? But he doesn't even really like wait for an answer to this question because he sees there's like a man sitting nearby and he runs over to that man and is like, do you see that woman? And the man's like, what woman? But then Vicky turns and she's gone anyway. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, who knows what just happened there? Vicky and Bitu decide to go to Rudra to find out more about what he knows about Stree. Um, and Rudra has a book that tells him the whole story. Love it. Um, There's always a guy with a book. Yes, yes. <laughs> what harm ever came from reading a book? Reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the story is there was once a woman who was a beautiful courtesan in the city, and all of the men in town loved her, but she fell in love with the one man who saw her for her soul and not her mm-hmm. external beauty. And the two of them decided to get married, but then on the day of their wedding, the jealous men of the city killed her and her beloved. Um, which is very tragic. Yeah. Um, and since then, she's been wandering the village during the festival, trying to recreate her wedding night and get to complete her the, the wedding night with one of the people she abducts. Mm-hmm. Um, and only then can she pass on to the afterlife. And I also love how invested rudra is in this story and like how he's like isn't that so cruel like just because she's a sex worker doesn't mean she doesn't deserve love yeah, yeah. 
But unfortunately, the pages of the book that explain how to defeat Stree have been ripped out. <laughs> of course they have. <laughs> no one actually knows. But there's a picture Which of the ruins. begs the question of what is the final thing that he keeps I think he doesn't know able... what it is. Like, I think oh. he keeps, like, uh, yeah, like, it just happens that he's always interrupted before he can reveal mm-hmm. that he doesn't actually know. But yeah, so there's there's pictures of the ruins that Vicky saw the, the night before in the wilderness, and so they decide they're going to go there and investigate. Um, and so now we get the third night, Tisri Rat. And there's two great moments that I wanted to draw attention to when they arrive there. First, Vicky sneezes, and Bitu and Rudra, like, freak out, <laughs> which I thought was yeah. very funny. <laughs> but then Bitu worries that Stri might use force on them, and Rudra's like... Don't worry, she's not like men who use force on women. Like, mm-hmm. she sees you turning around to look at her as consenting to her doing whatever she wants to you. And that's definitely questionable. <laughs> yes, but yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, silly thing for them to draw our attention to, but I enjoyed it. I'd um, like to, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to be friends with Rudra. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Rudra's a cool guy. But so anyway, we head into the dark, cobwebby ruin, and the the boys decide to split up, which is never a good call, but they do it anyway. Don't split the party. Um, Never split the party. Both Rudra and Bitu, they get scared and run out of the ruins pretty much immediately, but Vicky, he actually encounters Stree, and he's trying to reason with her. He's like, hey, I sewed you that dress. I'm just here looking for my friend Jana. Like, don't worry about it. Like, I get it. I get why you do what you do. It's fine. <laughs> and as Stree whispers his name, he refuses to turn around and he like starts singing to block out the sound of her mm-hmm. whispering his name. And just as he's sure that she's gone, he turns around and she rushes at him. Yeah. But then who should appear to save him but MG? <gasps> What? So she's not Stree. In fact, she tries no. to stab Stree with a dagger, which doesn't work, but then she throws this powder on her and Stree like flies off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the two of them leave together and MG explains to everybody that she's been coming back to the festival after losing someone to Stree three years ago. Um, and since then, she's been trying to do all this research to figure out how to defeat Stree, but nothing that she has tried has actually worked. And then, as they're walking home, Jana wanders out of the woods naked. So we've got him back. (laughs) (laughs) That's convenient. (laughs) Um, Yep. Uh, So they take him home, but he's definitely off. Like, you can tell he's he's not his usual self. And later that night, he wanders out into the streets. And the next morning, dozens of women wake up to find that their sons and husbands have been abducted by Stree. Um, and we she see had a busy that night. It, yeah, street. Yeah, that's she, a lot of people. <laughs> she really got down to business. But we see that the reason that this happened is because Jana went around and like scrubbed off the the oh street come tomorrow signs from the doors. Mm-hmm. And then Jana has like a total freak out, and he just like nobody can control him. He's just like animalistic in this moment um, until MG shows up and she throws the same that powder on him and this yeah. is the powder that she made with all the weird freaky ingredients that she got from Which, Vicky now that we know she's not like a ghost person yeah why did why she couldn't him she to get it yeah it's a great yeah. question <laughs> I mean I'm like yeah we know that she's some kind of freaky Something. spookiness but we'll but we'll get to that that's um, true anyway so they managed to subdue Jana and they tie him up and then in my notes, I started referring to everybody as the Scooby gang. 
The Scoobs. Um, So so I left that in. The Scooby gang decides to go to find out more from the guy who wrote the book about Stree. And this guy's not super helpful. (laughs) No. Um, Super sexist. Yeah, he's not a great person. But as they're leaving, he says that the only person who can defeat Stree is the protector of the city. And they'll know him because he'll have a long nose and he'll have been born in the arms of an oak tree. And he'll be the son of a sex worker and his dad will be a bachelor. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the Scoobs are debriefing about all of this and everyone's like, hey, Vicky, this sounds a lot like you. Yeah. Um, and Vicky's like, I mean, yeah, I guess. Like, my grandma did have an oak tree in her backyard. But, like, my mom wasn't a sex worker. <laughs> and this is where it's revealed that apparently everybody in the city has known for years that yeah. Vicky's mom was, in fact, a sex worker. And Vicky was the only one who didn't know. At first, Vicky doesn't react well to this news. He gets drunk. He confronts his dad and yells at him for not telling him the truth. But eventually he comes around to it. And we see him tell MG that it doesn't change the way he feels about his mom or about his dad. And he even says, I don't even know if my dad's really my biological father, but I still love him. He's still the man who raised me. So and that's he's a sweet nice papa. Yeah. He's a he's a very good dad, yeah. Even though he's the ways of giving the talk were a little bit questionable. Oh sure, but that's <laughs> but still seems, he's a good guy. Um, you know, yeah. But anyway, Vicky also says that he's grateful that no one in the city ever made a big deal about him being the son of a sex worker, and they were all accepting of him and also of his mom. Um, And then he's like, also, I always knew I was meant for more than just being a tailor, and now I'm the protector of the city. So he's feeling good about himself. And so the Scoobs devise a plan. They know that Stree can read, and she's also (laughs) very receptive to things written on walls. And so they decide they'll use Vicky as bait for her, you know, getting to complete her wedding night. And they'll make signs directing her to where he is. And then MG is going to, like, be lying in wait with more of the the lizard tail powder that weakens Stree. And she also gives Vicky a dagger. And he's supposed to stab Stree, and then she'll be vanquished. Hopefully. But, you know, that's the the Yeah, you don't know 100% that this will work. No, yeah. MG literally says she's, like, 90 to 99% sure it'll work, which isn't great but is pretty good but so vicky he gets all dolled up in his best suit and some some wedding accoutrement and he's not thrilled about the idea of possibly having sex with stree but mg's like don't worry about it i'll make sure to intervene before that that happens Uh uh-huh you gotta do what you gotta do yeah (laughs) yeah and she also tells him that he has to lock eyes with stree uh when she comes and he can't look away um, and then that's when, like, she's going to swoop in and render her powerless and Vicky's going to stab her. Mm-hmm. And so then we get the the card saying fourth night. And I don't actually know how to say that in Hindi. I didn't and I didn't write it. <laughs> I didn't catch it when they actually said it in the movie. So I can only I only know first, second and third. Uh, but I can that count covers to 10. most of us. Right? <laughs> actually, I can count to 12. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, it does. Like for the Olympics. I've got it. Done. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Stree arrives in town for the evening. She follows the signs to where Vicky is waiting, but Jonna causes a diversion, um, which then allows Stree to get away with Vicky and bring him back to the ruins. But luckily, Vicky had his phone with him, and so he sends Bitu his location via WhatsApp. 
Mm-hmm. So that's handy. Meanwhile, so Vicky's at the ruin with Stree, and he's just resigned himself to having sex with her. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, like, come join me in our marriage bed, which is just a boulder. <laughs> and he strips down to his underpants. Yeah. And then Stree flies at him out of the shadows and knocks him down. And he's like, okay, sorry. Like, I guess I wasn't being respectful enough. And he starts to put his clothes back on. Yeah. And then she emerges from the shadows and the music starts to get very, like, somber and sweet. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she and Vicky stare into each other's eyes and they tilt their heads together. And Vicky starts to smile softly. And then MG appears. She throws the powder and Stree falls to the ground powerless. But Vicky can't bring himself to stab her. And he's saying, like, we're just like the villagers who killed her in the first place. Like, we can't just we can't just kill her this way. And so MG's like, fine, then what we should do instead is cut off her braid and then she'll remain powerless, but she won't actually die. But just as Vicky goes to cut off Stree's braid, she wakes up and she starts screaming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As I think any of us would. Yeah. I'd be pretty upset, too, in her situation. Um, (laughs) MG, like, runs off and Stree chases her to, like, one of the back corners of the ruin. And the wind, like, blows back her shawl and reveals her in all her, like, creepy, rotting glory. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she force chokes MG, like, pushes her against the wall and strangles her. It was cool to see that she had that power. Yeah. Because we never lady. really, yeah, we never really got to see what her powers were. Right. Other than being able to, like, drag people out of windows. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But so, yeah, she's she's choking MG. And then suddenly she turns to dust and blows away in the wind. And we see Vicky mm-hmm. standing behind her having cut off her braid. So they have, they've succeeded in their mission. And Bitu and Rudra are waiting for Vicky and MG outside. They also brought Jana. I'm not sure why they brought him. Um, but as soon as yeah. Stree's braid gets cut off, we see that he goes back to being his usual self. So he's no longer under Stree's spell. And it's, it's very like Dracula. It is that very part Dracula, of it yeah. where, like, yeah, he's like contaminated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But so Vicky and MG explain that Stree is going to be back next year, but now they know that all she wants is love and respect. Um, and so if they give that to her, then they'll be safe from her. Then the, the Scooby gang hears a sound coming from the ruins and they turn and they see that all of the men who Stree had abducted this past year are emerging from the ruins, all of them completely naked, and they lead this parade of naked men back <laughs> home to the city victoriously yes (laughs) and so the next day vicky meets mg at a bus stop uh she's waiting for the bus wearing the dress that he made for her she's looking great and he gives her a flower which is very cute it's just like the bud of a flower he's like here you go yeah Um, and she asks if they can be friends and he's like, do you mean friends or, like, friends? Because <laughs> in my <laughs> town, friendship means something a little different. Just at this moment, the bus arrives and MG goes to board and Vicky asks her to stay a few days. But she says, Vicky, please. <laughs> um, but then she reminds him that he only needs to think of her and she'll come. And he get, she gets on the bus and off it goes. Mm-hmm. As the bus is driving off, Vicky realizes he had never asked her his name, or sorry, never asked her her name, but it's already too late. She's gone. Yes. Um, but then 
we go onto the bus and we see MG sitting there and she pulls Stree's braid out of her bag and uh-huh. she attaches it to her own braid. Uh, yeah. Yep. And the camera pans away to focus on the ticket collector on the bus. And when it pans back to her seat, she has disappeared. Yeah. (laughs) And she stated that, like, it's been her mission for three years, Uh but she didn't want to kill Stree after all. Yeah. But she needed the protector on board to do the braid cutting because she couldn't cut the braid herself. I was left with, like, yeah, creepiness. Yeah, it's cool. It's setting up, it's setting us up for something that we don't really know what. We don't know what she is, who she is, why she's doing mm-hmm. what she's doing. It's pretty fun. But so lastly, we flash to one year later and we see Stree arrive in the city for the festival. But when she gets to the gates, she sees a statue of herself outside with a sign mm-hmm. saying, Oh, Stree, protect us. Yeah. Um, and as Stree contemplates the statue, we fade to black. They made um, her their mascot. Yeah, it's very sweet. Uh, but nice. then we we get our final dance number, Milegi Milegi, which is my pick for my fave because, uh, boy, great. was this fun! I didn't remember it this at all. Fun. This is great. <laughs> um, we've got the boys as the musician. We've got Rudra sitting up like on a throne, and yeah. he calls for music. And then Shraddha arrives as MG, and she dances like she's out of her own control. <laughs> We love that. We love it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, always. And then and then Vicky gets pulled into the dance and they dance together. And I really like there are several moments where Pankaj is like delighted by the music and he has yes. like these little wiggles of glee. <laughs> yeah. No, everyone is having a great time. Everyone is having a great time. And Rajkumar Rao looks excellent in this number. Yes. Like just I also really liked Shradha's pants. Yes. Yeah. Were amazing. Very And cool. at one point, all of the guys are suddenly wearing saris. Yes. And then Shradha is the one on the throne. Yes. And she's like, dance. That and was... I, I like that as well. Yes, me too. That's that's where we end the number. And it's a it's a great little moment because, uh, yeah, I, I like her being in charge at the end yeah. of Yeah. But did also want to call out the fact that the playback singer for this song is Mika Singh, who I've mentioned before is one of my yes. favorites. I really like him a lot. Um, I just think he's got such a cool quality to his voice. Yeah. But yeah, that's the end of the movie. It was fun. I watched it in like three parts and I wish <laughs> that I hadn't. Like I wish I had just watched it start to finish. Yeah. Because um, it's, good, it's good enough to watch it that way. It is, um, yeah. 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 I also really liked that they flipped it from like killing the monster mm-hmm. to like let's use some empathy and understanding yeah. and realize that like killing doesn't have to be the only answer like yeah. i know that's sometimes a bit of a cheesy way to go but i really like it and appreciate it me too and especially cuz like our last two movies the it's very much been like the villain needs to be defeated and in this case it's like no the the quote unquote villain needs to be understood and then yeah. and then we can all live harmoniously. Yeah, I agree with that. I also I like the cozy spooky yes, stories. <laughs> me too. I I couldn't agree more. I also like I find this 
a weirdly like woman forward message to this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I won't deny how much I enjoy a woman wreaking havoc on <laughs> men who she feels have wronged her. Oh yeah. Um there's there's something very enjoyable about that. But also I like that this movie is very pro sex worker. Like yeah. they're not they're not like the butt of the joke. These are women who are just like this is their job and they're going to be respected. And um, yeah. and I like that ultimately the message is like everyone deserves respect because they're all humans. And that's Agreed. <laughs> it it has a depth to it that you might not expect heading no, into exactly. it. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I attribute that to Raj and DK. I feel like they they uh, got it. They they they're good at that kind of thing. Yeah. They, there might mm. not be a lot of women characters in their movies, but they <laughs> they write them well. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great time. Absolutely. But so what did you learn about for this week? Research. I did two things. First, honestly, I tried to look back at when this was mentioned and I couldn't find it, but I know (laughs) it happened. Mm -hmm. At one point when Vicky is talking to the friends about like Mystery Girl, Mm -hmm. they mentioned something about like, don't be Vishvamitra and Manaka. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. To reference that, that yes yeah and so i was like what's that so here we head to story time with excellent um so manaka is an apsara which is a heavenly nymph Mm -hmm. in hindu literature who was born during the churning of the ocean oh my by the devas which are also the gods Mm -hmm. um and asuras which were the demigods demigods she was known for her quick intelligence and innate talent. D- don't ask me what that talent was. She's just talented. <laughs> She's just talented at everything she does, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she desired a family above all else. Yeah. Vishvamitra was a prominent Hindu sage who was also a king. So okay, cool. A man of power. Yeah. Who tried to create his own heaven. Okay. I could probably have found more information on that, but I didn't. <laughs> um, and that scared the devas. They were like, Yeah. Uh, we already got that, bro. Like, it's kind of like he's trying to be a god, and that's never good. Kind of. Yeah. That actually tends to threaten existing gods. Yeah. That's what like I've that. learned. <laughs> no. So Indra, king of the devas, sent Manaka to the mortal plane to seduce vishvamitra and break his meditation because he was like deep in it to try to make this happen and she succeeded but they both fell in love with each other Uh oh now there is a section of the mahabharata that depicts this okay and it's a little bit hilarious i found it funny (laughs) the words that were chosen i also can't tell you this is probably like a a modern adaptation of the Mahabharata like I don't believe that they use these words maybe they did I don't know (laughs) but I'm just gonna read this (laughs) okay so this is Manaka meeting Vishvamitra and the timid and beautiful Mm. (laughs) all right why does she need to be timid she's very talented (laughs) she's very talented and smart uh Manaka then entered the retreat and saw their Vishvamitra who had burnt by his penances all his sins and was engaged still in ascetic penances. And saluting the Rishi, she then began to sport before him. Oh. 
of soccer. <laughs> I know, right? Because I picture it as being just like prancing. Yeah. <laughs> Cavort. <laughs> uh, and just at that time, Marut robbed her of her garments that were white as the moon. Oh my goodness. She's just naked? Yes. And she thereupon ran, as if in great bashfulness, to catch hold of her attire, and as if she was exceedingly annoyed with Marut. And she did all this before the very eyes of Vishvamitra, who was endued with energy. I have to believe it was supposed to be imbued with energy, <laughs> like that of fire. Oh my. So this is energy in the same way that Vicky's dad uses the term energy. 100%. <laughs> and Vishvamitra saw her in that attitude. And beholding her divested of her robes, he saw that she was of faultless feature. And that best of Moonis? I don't know. <laughs> this is on Wikipedia. <laughs> there could have been some uh, errors. Anyway saw that she was exceedingly handsome, with no marks of age on her person. Oh, come on. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows that old people can't be attractive. Yeah, once you start to have signs that you have lived a life, you're ugly. <laughs> and beholding her beauty and accomplishments, that bull amongst rishis... Oh, my goodness. ...was possessed with lust. Oh, boy. And- made a sign that he desired her companionship. Oh boy, I wonder what that could be. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And he invited her accordingly. And she also, of faultless features, expressed her acceptance of the invitation. And they then passed a long time there in each other's company. Wow, good for them. And <laughs> sporting with each other, just as they pleased, for a long time, as if it were only a single day, the Rishi begat on Menika a daughter named Sakuntala. And Menika, as her conception advanced, went to the banks of the river Malini, coursing along a valley of the charming mountains of Himavat. And there she gave birth to that daughter. And she left the newborn infant on the bank of that river and went away. Oh no! <laughs> Why? <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> so I just thought that we should read that. <laughs> I am so glad that you read that whole thing because I was delighted at every turn. <laughs> right? I like the idea of like, I'm going to go sporting. Let's go yeah. sporting. <laughs> it's an excellent way to seduce a man is to sport before him. <laughs> And then to be, what was it? It was like, it wasn't disrobed. It was something so much more complicated than that. Divested of her attire? Divested of her attire, yeah. (laughs) But yes, so all of that happened. Yeah. And then after Vishvamitra realized he'd been tricked by Indra, he was enraged. Mm. But since he'd also fallen in love with Menika, he merely cursed her to be separated from him forever. Aww. Also, like, what gives him the power to curse her? Like, yeah. why can't she curse him? Yeah. I just, I find that really rich. I also am just, like, sick of all these stories where people don't let themselves be happy. You right. know, like, if it's you're like, in love with each other, then just choose that. Yeah. And I get that, like, you know, there might be some trust issues. Like, maybe you need sure. some couples therapy or something. But don't give up on the relationship. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Come on, man. <laughs> 
And honestly, I don't quite understand why this story was brought up in the context of Stree because it honestly seems like they had a good time together. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess to Bitu's point, she was a little bit manipulative at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and she didn't know he was going to see her naked. I don't know. Yeah, apparently. All, all of it's a little bit questionable. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a little weird. I'm glad they found love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm just thinking about, like, the whole made a sign that he wanted yeah. her like, company. And I just picture this naked dude just being like, check, check it out. <laughs> you know what, what you this think? means. <laughs> yay (laughs) oh my god um okay so that was the first thing i researched that's great uh and then the second thing i looked into the myth that Stree is based on okay um but in the 1990s in bengaluru there was an urban legend about a witch who would come knocking at people's doors every night calling for them in the voices of their friends and family. Oh, creepy. I think that's an interesting touch. Yeah. That is. That's like hyenas. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the hyena episode of Buffy. The <laughs> yep. best episode. <laughs> um, and she mostly preyed on men okay. and would usually call to them in the voice of their mother. Oh, okay. Less seductive. And- yeah and if the person opened the door they would die in the next 24 hours oh creepy yeah so it's kind of like delayed yeah and to keep her away they'd write naleba which means come tomorrow in Kannada. several variations of this myth state that the ghost is a bride who is roaming in search of her husband um so i was like okay that's cool that you know you can see that's where Stree pulled that from yeah and she often takes away the man of the house, who is also often the sole earning family member, which oh. then brings bad luck onto the whole household. So it's yeah. like layered mm-hmm. bad stuff. Yeah. Um, there's also a version where if the victim replies to their name being called, they die by vomiting blood. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bad way to die. I know. I'm like, at that point, do you die from blood loss or yeah like suffocate i don't know it's uh, gross. so horrible <laughs> ew <laughs> dislike yeah and this urban legend became ingrained in bangalore and april 1st is still celebrated as naleba day oh okay yeah that's cool that's all i got yeah i mean that's enough that's that's really interesting i do think it's interesting the theory that she's a bride but she's calling out in the voice of their mothers like but Mm -hmm. you know different versions of the story yeah so who knows who knows i have to say i don't feel like that isn't a ridiculous phenomenon Well, and apparently I read something, too, that was like this myth may have come about because people heard knocking at their door in the middle of the night. And then there was like a string of unexplained murders. Oh. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. So serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, Yeah. But I did also want to say that I got very excited about the idea of Street 2. Yes. Um. And so I looked up, like, what's that doing? Mm-hmm. And apparently it's supposed to come out in 2024. Oh, cool. That's and next it's, year. 
featuring a headless horseman. Oh my. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm really excited, too, to figure out, like, does India have its own headless horseman myth? Yeah. Or are they borrowing that, you know, from, like, North America? I don't, yeah. yeah I, don't I know. guess we'll find out. That's pretty cool, mm-hmm. though. It's pretty um, cool. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Bollywood news. Yes. The only thing that I wrote down this week was that there was some kind of, like, live show that uh, Varun Dhawan and Tiger were like dancing in yeah and they both they posted videos of them like in rehearsal and then like the actual performance and i I think kiara advani was also there um and so was your guy shahid kapoor (gasps) i like him yeah um (laughs) and like the three those three boys did like a dance together and that was the that was the one they were showing the like rehearsal of Okay, well, I'll yeah. have to find that. Yeah, they both Tiger and Varun were posting about it. Yeah. Great. I like, like that this segment has turned into Kim just tells all of us <laughs> Bollywood news. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like, what did I see on Instagram this week? Let me tell Katie about it. <laughs> God, I need to be on Instagram more because it makes me happy. Um, so, yeah, pluggables. Uh-huh. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Kim does a great job with our TikTok. Oh, thank you. Yes. We are two white girls. (laughs) Talk Bollywood. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, we are two white girls. I like the Um, pause, yeah. (laughs) But our handle is two white girls talk Bollywood on both of those platforms. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can interact with us however you interact with people on those those things. (laughs) Um, Also, if you fancy, subscribe. Through whatever podcast platform you listen to, you can also leave a rating or a review. We like all of the support. Yeah. And thank you regardless for listening. Absolutely. I echo that appreciation for all of you. Uh, And I hope you'll join us on YouTube and Spotify as well, where we keep our Bollywood bangers playlists. Uh, We add our favorite songs from each movie to those playlists, and we link them in our episode descriptions as well as in our instagram posts on tuesdays yes well well our next film (laughs) is a is a a fan favorite it is you know we're going in a bit of a different direction here but i still think very relevant a wonderful direction Uh uh-huh you know questions of consent aside we (laughs) will be watching paheli yeah which, it's another Shah Rukh film. Yeah, it is. And I think can very solidly be described as a ghost romance. Oh, God, it, it is. And I love it. <laughs> I love ghost romance. <laughs> and to be clear, the consent issue is... Yes. There, there, it's not, not so much sexual, more yeah. like identity theft yeah exactly there's very clear sexual consent <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i think everyone's happy as we all as we out. all would in that scenario <laughs> yes um i was just looking at the the cover of Faheli uh, and a, a Shah Rukh in a mustache it's a good mustache and like the clothes are fantastic it's a nice long film, so you really get to just sit with it. <laughs> just enjoy. Um, it's a beautiful it, looking film in every way. Too. It like, is. It's very visually stunning. 
And I think the exploration of characters' motivations and who they are is really beautiful. Yeah. Um, and we have our girl, Ronnie Mukherjee, who yes. we have not seen in a long time. No, and we haven't really seen her in a leading role either. She was, yeah. you know, secondary in Kuch Kuch Hotehe. Um, right. Just love her so much. Like she's so much. Her voice is mm. so wonderful. Like I could yes. listen to her talk all day. <laughs> yes. And oh yes my gosh, Nasirud and Shaw is here again. Um, oh, I, I think forgot. his voice maybe. Yes, he's the male <laughs> puppet. Yes. And and Anupam Kerr. And Anupam Kerr. We're back with with everyone's Bollywood dad, Anupam Kerr. <laughs> yes. Love it. Yeah. And I guess, you know, while we're adding just names, Amitabh Bakchan also shows up. Yeah, so. oh, that, yeah I forgot about that. And Juhi Chawla, who we haven't mm-hmm. really talked about or seen anything from, but she's great. Yeah, um, we will probably dive into some of the older... Shah Rukh films at some point in the future and yeah. she's in a lot of those yeah yeah, yeah. um some we will never watch <laughs> looking at you one two ka four it was garbage it was so bad <laughs> I wanted it to be good and it was bad but worth it to get the one two ka what was the there was like the, the email joke. address yeah, joke in yeah. Shazada <laughs> I forget exactly what it was but yeah. yes but it worked out yeah. great Anyway, very much looking forward to watching Paheli. It's been a while for me. I think this might be the handsomest I have ever found, Shah Rukh. Yeah. And I won't apologize for it. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot to be admired. Yes, yes. Not just the mustache. The mustache is so good. His shoulders just look so good in these yeah. clothes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're both just like lost in thought about it. Um, so the IMDb plot description is quite brief. A folk tale, a supernatural love story about a ghost who falls in love with a newlywed woman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> True. Netflix also doesn't have any sort of synopsis for it, but it is available on Netflix. Great. And it's spelled P A H E L I. And yeah, this just says traditional Indian folklore comes alive in this charming film based on a story by Stotwart Vijaydan Data. Great. So that tells you nothing. <laughs> yep. Yours was better. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 about a ghost getting the chance to live again. Right. And love. And love, and he does it well. Yeah. And, and also camel racing and also this weird side plot with camel racing <laughs> i continue to be confused but it's amazing i would also say it's more of a a journey about a woman who is leaving her home yeah to join her husband's family and it maybe doesn't go the way she would hope or expect no. it to yeah which I think is probably a very common experience mm-hmm. for, for people in this culture. So, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. But she does get to find love in an unexpected place. Yes, she she <laughs> does. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's one of the more romantic films I've ever seen. Yeah, it's very... It, it'll make you it's, feel things. It's really good. So I'm getting a little giddy. So we're just gonna <laughs> end there. Yep. 
watch it enjoy it it's not really spooky no it's not but we you know we need a little break from the spooky and so yeah, we'll go you, yeah we'll keep the ghostliness but we'll we'll head into the romance mm-hmm. yes yeah. please <laughs> um yeah so until next week remember bollywood doesn't need us nope but we need bollywood yes we do Yes, and you'll find that we also need Shah Rukh in a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs>